Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Mortgage Marketing Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about the importance of getting reviews and why reviews are probably one of the most overlooked things, I reckon, when it comes to mortgage brokers. They really do ignore these, and they have such an impact on the amount of business you can generate. And in this episode, we are joined by Alex Curtis from The Lead Engine. Super excited to have him on. Let's run the intro and get it started. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's Let's dive dive straight straight into into it. it. Hello, 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 mate. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. For like the third one. People know we record these in one block. So by this point, we're like... the same jumper on. I should have put up three different outfits. You need to take, you know, a leaf from my book and just only wear the same clothes every day. Yeah, same as Albert Einstein did that, and well, he was, me he was and him fairly intelligent. Yeah, me and him are that similar level, you know. Yeah, and Luther. <laughs> Luther, yeah, very true. Um, all right, mate. So in this episode, we want to talk about getting reviews. You actually said when we were planning these out um, that you were like, "Can we talk about this again?" Because I feel like I always talk about this thing. But then we kind of decide, you know, it's the most one of the most important things, really. So just break that down for me to set the stage about what you mean when you're saying about reviews, getting reviews and kind of the overlay yeah. of the land with that. I think um, if you in like every every mortgage broker will say that they're the best quality or their favorite type of lead will be like a really strong referral. So I've I've helped someone else before and they've said that I'm brilliant and um, so if you deconstruct why a great referral is a great referral, one of the reasons that it's a great lead is because that person that's been referred knows that you've successfully helped someone before. Um, and when there's people searching online or on social or whatever who who don't know that, the way you can demonstrate that is through you know third-party reviews like Google or Trustpilot. And if you choose... Google or Trustpilot, they're ones that consumers are aware of. People know about Google reviews. People know about Trustpilot reviews more more than um, Vouch for and the other industry ones. It is a uh, a way that they can that people believe what they're seeing. If that kind of makes sense, it's like and and when people leave genuine reviews, you get, it comes across quite naturally as well. And I just think they're way more powerful than. You know when people put old testimonials and they put it on text on their website doing it fancy, mm. but uh, they're like not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about how it's different for um. Well, it's different. I'm joking. Um, yeah, I'm joking. I I have to do mine because they're on LinkedIn, so that's why. Yeah, no, absolutely. But even I mean that, that. I mean, you can pull them across and do a screenshot of those or, or whatever. But it's it's it, 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 how can well. you legitimately show that you've helped other people before recently as well? And it and it is like. Google reviews, Trustpilot reviews. If you order our m- most successful clients, if you get a list of our clients in a in a spreadsheet and had all their number of five star reviews and filtered that spreadsheet or ordered it by a number of re- reviews at the top, you'll have the most successful ones at the top. I mean, obviously, because they're obviously getting more mortgages or whatever. But in terms of the cheapest cost per lead, because they're co- yeah. like it takes less clicks to get a lead it um better quality like everything because the way we've been shopping online through like amazon you know we look at you go and buy anything on amazon try and buy something on amazon without looking at reviews i won't buy anything without really looking at review. like i'm just the weird to me we're talking about chairs offline before mm. we started this like i've been looking yeah. at new chairs 
and there was a chair on there and yeah yeah Yeah. Um, i wouldn't even i I was one it looked really great i hadn't didn't have a single review and i was like nope don't even care if it looked good i wouldn't even touch it because even though it even if it had a bad review i would have been like oh i just wouldn't need to bought it this is this is really interesting because you asked my opinion on this chair Mm. because you and i know each other you 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 know i've had this chair for a good couple of years yeah and i think i remember you buying it yeah yeah and you kind of you 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 know me well enough that i wouldn't give you bs that if i referred this chair to you then that's a special link he said here's my special affiliate link it's (laughs) absolutely amazing well, that would that would kind of ruin it. But if I just said, you know, this like I did do, yeah, I like it. It's really yeah. comfortable. I, I mean, the, the 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 stitching's come apart, or whatever. I've given you an honest review, and that's that may be enough for you. Mm. And then you that might be a referral. But if you didn't know anyone that had a chair, you would have you would look at the reviews, wouldn't you? As you as you have done it. Well, it's, it's funny you say that. Wait, I haven't really thought about it, but you're very true. Mm. Is like I was looking at secret labs chairs yesterday all day mm. and i know you have one i know david sharpston has one and in my head i was like i'll ask you tomorrow because if yeah. you say it's good and i'm speaking to david tomorrow mm. if i think if he says it's good then i'll buy it because yeah. and i've read hundreds of reviews but i was like but the people i know matter more yeah. on the impact of what it is it's and, quite crazy and this is why refer well, this is why people get referrals in the first place and why the re- you cannot get they are the best source of lead i think the second best is when someone's searching online for advice you know and and then if we try and replicate the feeling that someone has when they are referred by breaking that down and reviews being a huge part of that you 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 want people to know that you've successfully helped other people before they do look at the reviews they look how recent they are they read them and they want to know how many you've got so there's that when you've got them to your website or wherever, that's a huge part in how many clicks or users turn into an inquiry. The, the second thing about Google reviews is if you search mortgage advice, mortgage advisor, mortgage broker, mortgage broker near me, whatever, Google Maps comes up and it shows three local brokers. You either win or you lose on there. So you can get featured on there and you can be one of the three, but unless you're got clear daylight in the number of five-star reviews you're, you're going to see dribs and drabs but if you're the number one if you're in a city and you're the number one you win you get a lot of inquiries some people will just bypass your website because on mobile there's a click to call button and they will just ring you based on seeing the comparison between you and the other so it just depends on where you are what your competitors are doing but it's the best return on investment by far getting those free leads that have seen that you've helped lots of other people before and they're, they're ringing you because of those reviews. So you've got the two massive reasons why I would get reviews as part of my sales process. Which one would you choose then? Over? I, know, I know you've got clients on both. So Google or Trustpilot? Which I would, one? Uh, so if I'm starting from scratch, I'll go Google because you've got the, um, you've got the, the Google Maps thing. So depending on where I am, um, I can get some visibility. So I get, you know, if we talk, when we talk about customer journey, you've got awareness consideration. Google reviews provides both awareness and consideration. So it helps people find you. It also helps convincing people to work with you. Trustpilot is is super, like potentially better return on investment if you're in the top 10 of brokers in the UK. 
Um, so if you've got, so we've got some clients with thousands, like 3,000, whatever, they, some people go to Trustpilot looking for a broker or they've gone to Trustpilot because they've clicked on someone else's Trustpilot and then gone, oh, who else has got? And then they'll go to one in the top 10. We're really fortunate enough to work with three or four in the top 10 in the UK and they get leads from Trustpilot from being in the top 10, if that kind oh, of wow. makes sense. But that, so if you're a monster broker firm and you've got thousands or you think you can get to that point, then yeah, Trustpilot, great. If not, um, if you're uh, a one-person operation, you're a startup, I would start getting Google reviews. But, gosh, man, we could talk about this for ages. So the, the problem with Google reviews is you need a Google account to leave a review, mm-hmm. which puts a little obstacle in the road. So I'd have a free Trustpilot account. And the Google reviews account, they're both they're, so they're both free, so we're not investing any money if we're like a startup. And I would ask for the um, so on offer, where they're the most happiest, I was verbally deliver that news, and I would verbally ask for a review and kind of explain, look, um, could you you know really just help me help more people like you, you know, however you know you know you can't better than me, but ask for it, and then ninety nine point nine percent of the time they will do it. If it's a joint application, I'd be cheeky and ask if they could both do it, Um, and people do. Um, And then if they then come back to you and say, oh, it it won't work, I I couldn't do it or whatever, then send them the Trustpilot because it just means that they haven't got a Google account that can do it, but at least you can get your Trustpilot numbers up and you can feature that on your website. And you can get a widget that combines your total Trustpilot and your total Google reviews so it can say we've got, X amount of five star reviews, and it will have the Google and Trustpilot uh, icon on it. Okay. Does, does that make sense? I feel like yeah, it does. <laughs> no, no, it makes complete sense. I think it's a tough one because, as in, it's a, a tough one for many advisors because I always look at that thinking, which one do you pick? And I, it's funny you've 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 nailed on a few things that I um would have thought from, and as not someone who, who who's like talking mm-hmm. like SEO and stuff, is that the Trustpilot one always seems to be monstrously large if they're doing it everyone i see who uses trust pilot it's, it's in the thousands yeah the of, premium is expensive yeah oh is it is that what it is yeah it's like a couple hundred pounds a month and you think oh. what um oh, wow. but then it, the return on investment is very good for the ones that have it on premium and there's like other stuff that makes it easier for you to collect the reviews and things like that but if you're starting from zero and you're not going to make your 200 quid back there's no point in getting the premium from day one like build your reviews up uh, I would definitely give them the option. Uh, so but no Facebook what... reviews on there then, because some people are always asking about Facebook reviews. I don't know um, much about anything to Facebook reviews. So I think they got rid of the five-star thing and it was like recommendations or whatever. Mm. Um, we don't use them on websites. I mean, I still think the Google, because of the whole Google Maps, people searching. I'd rather be there when someone searches for mortgage advice or mortgage broker on Google and that that, then help someone convince, click on my website and get in touch than it being on Facebook. I don't think there's many people going to Facebook and typing in the search mortgage broker near me. Um, and then the cert or mortgage broker Peterborough or whatever. And then I think the results on there uh, will, if someone's called mortgage broker Peterborough, they'll be at the top rather than the yeah. reviews. And that won't help judge whether you're good or not. I just don't think there's that many people using that. Um, it was just a question I got asked literally yeah. like a month ago. Someone was saying, um, 
it was in a group thing and someone I, said yeah so i think my, yeah, my advice is always like but then if you're if you're in a town or a city where so if you're in scotland for example like um i think it's uh, is it mortgage first um they just obliterate they do vanilla mortgages they do loads and they are the number one in glasgow edinburgh whatever it's almost impossible um and and you will pick up some if you're second place. You know, I said earlier you either win mm. or you lose. It's not true in Scotland because of mortgage. I think it's mortgage <laughs> first. Um, because some people get a, if they're a little bit complicated, they get knocked back and then we'll go to the next person on the list. Um, yeah, I still I'm struggling to find a case where I would recommend getting Facebook reviews. So um, do I. I mean, I don't. I mean, I did LinkedIn with mine. I would wouldn't. So my the reason why LinkedIn was for me. As an advisor, it sounds so silly. Like, well, we're beginning LinkedIn's where I built it. But the reason why I did it on LinkedIn as an advisor to give people concepts because there's a few people in this is I was employed. And so when mm. I was employed, yes, LinkedIn you, is the yes. only yeah. place you can get reviews that, and I would say that on this, on the getting reviews, just to add some concepts for some of the listeners as well. Because if you're listening to this and you are employed and you're like, that's great, but I can't set up my own Google review account. I can't have a trust pilot. My employer will kick off. LinkedIn is probably the only place where you can get people to endorse you for the work you're doing mm -hmm. right now. So if you're an advisor yeah, yeah. working for Connells and then you get everyone to review you, I did that so that when I went self-employed, there was some form of testimonials that were still in my name. Um, yeah, that was really useful. Uh, but really good, but yeah. I really but one of my biggest regrets. I have like a hundred and ten, I think, or hundred and eleven broker reviews on my LinkedIn, and I really wish I'd done them on Google. I really yeah. do. I mean, you, not, you were around Cambridge. Imagine you were number one in Cambridge. Yeah. Um, well, I don't work with anybody from Cambridge. <laughs> yeah, but then you then you would have this tap and flow of them coming in if if that was. The case. I mean, for now, but like, yeah, I mean, as yes, what I do when here, you were an saying, advisor, as a broker, as, yeah, yeah, that would have been um, as well. Yeah. One point I just want to make as well. So, if you are self-employed, um, some of our clients uh, allow their self-employed brokers to have their own. Uh, Google Maps location as a kind of like if you like a um, Google may see it as a franchise actually. if you like so um, ABC mortgages leads or whatever uh, and then we work with our clients to actively help the self-employed advisors to generate leads in this way and get their own reviews which helps the collective as well as their own so there are some firms that will actively and then they will class it as a self-gen lead as well so wow. um that you can do this as a self-employed advisor by you know explaining this to your principal, and if they're douchey about it, I know plenty of principals that would be that would take like, you <laughs> would take you if you're good and help. So, so good, I think good principals want to help you help yourself, which helps them as well. Um, mm. So this can be done if it's so. Sorry, I was in that mode of I'm always talking to business owners, but self-employed you can do this as well. And even in the middle of nowhere. So I know a couple of people with six reviews in the middle of nowhere that are picking up leads from this. You don't have to have hundreds from it. So self-employed advisors can do it as well. I love it. No, that's brilliant, mate. Any parting words before we run out? Just don't forget, like, just don't forget, like when you catch yourself buying something, like you'll always look at the reviews and like, there's such a, it's, and then me buying a, a cable for my computer is nowhere near as important as getting financial advice. And I'm looking at those five star reviews for that five pound cable on my computer. I'm hundred percent. I'm never going to, I'm never going to give my bank statement to someone 
that has never I don't know they've ever helped anyone else before yeah. I'm just not doing it so I know there are a lot of people who are like no I, sh- I shouldn't have to get reviews and like my, my clients will re- I won't ask for reviews I won't ask for recommendations that's just your you know again we've talked about this before it's not about what you want what you like it's about what people want and they want to feel comfortable you've helped lots of people before and you've got lots of good feedback they're not just going to believe you um because you say it like some people need proof and that's a really good way of showing it i love it absolutely brilliant you've been listening to the mortgage marketing podcast with ash borland if you've enjoyed the show then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now 